there. I'm Francoise Von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights Podcast. So I am here on day two of the IMAPS Device Packaging Conference, and I'm speaking with Bob Connor of Acceloprint. Acceloprint is one of our newest members at 3D Insights, and they are known for a, a process called the microtransfer process, or MTP. And the first time I ever heard about this was actually probably back in 2007, maybe. It was part of Semprius, and Phil Guru was giving a presentation in Raleigh, North Carolina, and it's the first time I ever heard Phil speak, so this has always been in my mind, so it was really cool to see this process suddenly come up and as an important process in our in our industry. So, Bob, um, can you tell me a little bit about your role at Acceloprint? Yes, I'm responsible for a new application business development, so looking to bring microtransfer printing, which is a massively parallel pick-and-place technology, into other semiconductors, so non-logic, non-memory heterogeneous integration, so be, for example, uh, compound semiconductor and silicon heterogeneous integration for RF, millimeter wave components, power management components, uh, sensors, optoelectronics. Uh, large markets that total about a third of the 600 billion uh, semiconductor market. So, can you share with me a little bit about the backstory of the microtransfer process? It seems, as I was talking about with Semprius, it seemed like a long time between then and now that it's finally. Is it is it that we're just finding an application for it in this industry? Well, the technology was invented by John Rogers at the University of Illinois, uh, you know, Urbana-Champaign. And I actually worked for uh, Semprius uh, okay. back in that time frame that you referenced. And we, we found an application which is concentrated photovoltaics. Uh, that was back when solar was hot. We uh, tr- uh, transferred large arrays of tri- triple junction gallium arsenide solar cells onto ceramic substrates. Uh, had a lot of installations out in the field, past reliability testing. And then, unfortunately, the solar market imploded uh, about 10 years ago. And that was the demise of Semprius, and that was the birth of uh, Acceloprint. Okay. And then Acceloprint found another application, which was uh, micro-LEDs, and uh, created this you know, X-Display mm-hmm. spin-off company. So X-Display is really focused on using the technology in micro-LEDs, mm-hmm. and Semprius, and Acceloprint is focused on uh, you know, this massive lapilla pick-and-place for these other or analog and optical electronics applications. Okay, so now, are you working with XFAB? XFAB is, uh, did an announcement and uh, of the first foundry to license and adopt the microtransfer printing process, and XFAB is a, a leading foundry for analog and mixed signal okay. uh, semiconductors. Okay, and they do MEMS devices too, right? And, and they do MEMS, okay. they have gallium nitride, Okay, so how does this play into, like, the heterogeneous integration in 3D packaging space? 
Well, I think it opens up new possibilities for you know these analog and RF. So, for example, antenna and package okay. uh, requires a large array of uh, gallium nitride power amplifiers in very close proximity to uh, antennas and a beamformer silicon. Okay. So this is an ideal process to be dealing with these uh, large arrays in a very uh, efficient, massively parallel fashion. Okay, great. I see. And so, like, applications would be like 5G applications is a good end-use application? Yeah, 5G, 6G, uh, power management. So, for example, gallium nitride, silicon carbide has great, great performance but needs close coupling to passive components and the uh, gate driver. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. It's so good to finally meet you in person, and it's great to hear about what your company is doing, and we look forward to talking a lot more about it on 3D Insights in the time to come. Okay. Thank you so much. Take 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 care. care. Bye. Okay, so now I'm speaking with Darby, what's your last name? Davis. Darby Darby Davis from Gelpack. Actually, it's actually Delphon Industries would be our parent company, and Gelpack is one of our... But you're uh, here representing Gelpack. I am here representing Gelpack. Delphon is the parent company, yes, but Delphon is. itself doesn't make anything, right? Absolutely. You've been reading the information. Very good. Yes, so Delphon, <laughs> Delphon basically is a holding company. Yes. And we have uh, three companies, we say, that underneath it. Gelpack is the largest. We've been around actually since 1980, yeah. believe it or not, um, under a different name initially. And then we've got um, Ultratape, which makes cleaning room tapes and labels. Yeah. Um, and we also have Touchmark, which is a, a pad printing company for medical right. devices. Right, exactly. So you're here today representing Gelpack, because Gelpack is on, you have a Gelpack booth Yeah, here right behind today. you, literally, she can right. throw a rock and hit me. That's right. Mm-hmm. I've been behind, you know, we've had adjacent booths at other events, too, mm-hmm. like Semicon West, when I talked to, it was, it must have been with Delphon then, because it was Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know if you had a Delphon booth You know, there. we it's, used to do, so a little, we used to try to, and we created, Delphon's been around since 2005. Yeah. What happened was Gelpack was the parent company and we started to do acquisitions, we put the acquisitions under Gelpack. And it got a little confusing. We had, believe it or not, an acquisition called QuickPack. If you look over here to the right, right QP, QP Technologies. technologies yep. um, members as well. Yeah, they're members. So we actually um, um, kind of had a uh, relationship with Promex and about seven years ago they were um, basically offshoot to Promex. Promex bought it from us. It was a great fit. But back in the day it was QuickPack division of Gelpack and everybody thought, well what the hell is a QuickPack? A fast Gelpack? Very poor marketing in yeah. our part. So um, what happened was we decided that we added more divisions, Ultratape, Touchmark, that we needed a kind of a holding company to, to limit the confusion. So yeah. Jeannie Beecham, um, our CEO at the time, came up with a concept. Let's just find a word. And Delphon's the word we picked. It was kind of a random yeah. look for a cool sounding name that wasn't being used. So Delphon Industries became the parent company. But you're right. It really is the, the three fundamental companies underneath our Gelpack, right. Ultratape, right. and Touchmark. And we're here as Gelpack today. Great. And so the last time I talked to someone from Gelpack was Craig North at IMAPS in October. Yes. So um, the world has spun half a turn Mm -hmm. since then. Technically, it literally has. It literally has. (laughs) Um, We've been through Omicron. Now we're here at this event. Last time I was at this event, it was the last thing that happened before everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And now we're not even really wearing masks. Yeah, it's, Where it's, it's, a, it's kind of a mask optional thing yeah, going on this week. Recommended. It's kind of a... 500 people. So how's the show been for you? It's been good. You know, we're, we, we're not... 
we are not packaged. We're, we're a packaging company in the sense that what we used is to package devices. We're not packaging in the sense of what this, this shows about the actual packaging into a right. chip, into a package of, say, you know, 3D package of that sort. But a lot of our customers are here. Right. And the people that are, that are basically shipping or handling devices that go into the final package. So for us, I, and we're not going to say that we get a lot of great web leads here or, in, or sales leads. It's more about talking to people and understand what's going on. So mm-hmm. it's as much a fact-finding informational mm-hmm. event for us. Like I said, we don't walk away with this lead, oh, my God, I'm going to you know double my uh, sales quota for the year. But we walk away with a lot of information, some good relationships. That's, that's, that's what this event yeah. is really all about, too. I love this event. It's like old home week. It's small enough. I've been enough. coming here since, believe it or not, since I think 2000. When did it start? 2005 ish? Somebody says it's been uh, like 17. Yeah, and I've been coming every year since 2009. Mm-hmm. So we basically, um, what happened, we started coming with Quick Pack initially. Yeah. And we yeah. do Quick Pack and Gel Pack yeah. as, the, uh, as the booth. One comment is back a little bit. We used to do Delphon as a booth, you asked that question. Yeah. But it confused, it confused the public who's Delphon. And right. we really decided that Delphon's a great name. It's building a lot of awareness in the community. But it really needs to be, you know, Gel Pack, a Delphon company versus right. Delphon. And then there's a Gel Pack at the right. bottom. Right. No, I think that's a great yeah. idea. No, I that tell makes, people, makes a lot of sense. when you walk by, you need three seconds to look at a booth to see what you're doing. Yeah. And that's what you're for. So basically, you you provide packaging that handles ultra-thin devices. It doesn't have to be ultra-thin. It can be any kind of device that's yeah. fragile. Um, ultra-thin, obviously, is, is something where the more fragile it is, such yeah. as one, one of our big markets is compound semiconductor, which you're not going to yeah. see a lot of here today, obviously. But a common semiconductor, we've got edge-emitting lasers yeah. or even some of the pixel words where you've got some fragile surfaces, air bridges on certain right. types of microwave devices where that, they can't, they have to be very careful. And those are the type of things that really kind of started the, the, the gel pack era. It was, um, um, uh, it was basically lead beam diamonds is where it started with HP way back in the day. How do you handle these things? So it doesn't have to be thin. Thin is one of the, one of the re- areas that we focus on. But a lot of optics, we sell a lot in photonics worlds. So we mm-hmm. sell a lot to people that are doing all kinds of filters, optical filters, that have um, AR coatings on them where they worry about scratching or, or cleanliness. So that's a big part of our, our business segment as well. And I suppose it's more important than ever now as devices are getting smaller and smaller and thinner and more powerful and more and expensive. cleaner and cleaner. Cleaner, more yeah. expensive. Yeah, and, you'll uh, see the word here a lot is FOD. You see the yeah. word FOD foreign object debris. We could say yeah. FM, foreign material, they're really yeah. analogous. But yeah, the, we're seeing it in all the industry, especially when you've got in the uh, data com world. Yeah. When you've got the, you know, light going through any kind of a, of a path. If there's any kind of debris in the way, especially high, high power lasers, you get a defect in any of the light path, you can actually burn it up. So um, we're seeing more and more folks on that. So we've actually um, improved our clean rooms. We've invested in the clean rooms. We're actually coming up with new products that actually have uh, lower specifications for how much FM on a, a, you know, on a square inch, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, we're definitely putting some energy into that region. Okay. All right. Well, did you see the mural outside? You guys were participated in our on our hike for DEI, the str- making strides for oh, DEI that's right. mural. We, we did. I did not yeah. have to go look at it. I know we did yeah. that, but it's I didn't right see outside. It. it fell down. It's back up. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. So go take a picture of yourself in front of it, and okay. hopefully we'll see you tonight at the festivities. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Okay. I am speaking with Abul Naruzuman who is with Xperia Corporation, a very long-time member of the 3D Insights community. Now, you might recognize them for the hybrid bonding technology, DBI Ultra. And the company recently made an announcement, uh, two very important announcements in one press release that you'll see. The new name for their IP licensing division and a license agreement with Micron. So we're going to unpack this one piece at a time.
Yes. Hey, François, thanks for having me. And it is um, a great feeling to be in person in uh, IMAP's uh, device packaging conference after uh, about two years later. Two right? years. Can you believe it? Yeah. Oh, my it's, gosh. It's, it's you're so right. It's good feelings. And, and yeah. it's such an exciting moment to... Uh, see everyone and 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 we can do a lot of activities in person although I don't really feel like we ha- we've talked a lot in those two years and a yes. lot's been going on but you're right this is the first time we've been in person and the last time was at this event yes elbow bumping and all of that so um, can you first tell people a little yes. bit about your role at yes. Xperi? Uh, I'm leading the uh, um, marketing for the semiconductor uh, technology and IP business as the vice president of marketing at Xperia. Uh, thanks for uh, telling about our recent press release. Yes, uh, it has like two major components. One is our Xperia license agreement with uh, Micron uh, about our hybrid technology, hybrid bonding technologies, as well as our overall semiconductor portfolio. And another exciting part is that our Xperia IP business, uh, we launched a new brand, mm-hmm. this Adia. Again, uh, this new brand is launched uh, on, on the mind that in coming fall, we'll be separating our IP business from our uh, product business. Like if you're familiar with the Xperia, Xperia has DTS and, and TiVo, all different product line. Mm-hmm. And we have also our semiconductor IP business, um, our semiconductor technology business, as well as our media IP and, and technology business. And we are separating this IP business uh, as a separate entity in coming fall. And in light of that, we launched this new brand, Adia. Adia. So you, can you spell that for us? A-D-E-I-A. A-E-D-I-E-A. Adia. Adia. Yeah. Because it's like with a southern accent. Yes. It's like uh, idea. It's a great idea. Yeah, it is actually it is actually derived from the word idea. Yeah. And, and that is the ideas is our heart of our our. Uh, the whole innovation right. that we do, and that's how the name is derived. Again, in the Greek word, uh, it has a licensing uh, as a meaning, but uh, the whole idea of our the name is actually we 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 uh, inherit this idea and and turns that into innovation, and we develop and license our technologies. To, to the customers. So it works both literally, because if you do the translation in Greek, it means license, and figuratively in the sense that you all come up with great ideas. Yeah, that, but it's pronounced what, Adia. Yeah, it is Adia. Adia. That, that, that's, okay. that's how we, we, we pronounce. Again, it's an exciting time because uh, our, our business is, is very strong, especially in our um, IP licensing and technology licensing business, and, and it deserves its own identity as what we do, and, and, and that's how uh, we are um, coming up with this new name. But it's also good to have this license agreement that uh, you mentioned, the second component uh, of the press release, or actually uh, that is the main component, um, uh, the license agreement with XPD and, and Micron uh, going to our um, hybrid bonding and overall technology portfolio. So this is where I'm confused. Um, The licensing agreement is between Xperi and Micron, except that Adia is the licensing division or the licensing arm of Xperi, or it's separating completely. This is a great question, uh, Francois. Let, let me explain that. R- right now, we are launching Adia as a brand of Xperia. If you are familiar with Xperia, it has the brands like DTS, TiVo, right. and, and many other brands. So it is right now 
is operating as one of the portfolio brand within XPD. But again, until the full legal separation happens, well, what it means like when we spin out as a separate company in, in coming fall, that will be the name for the new company. But okay. right now, it is it is the brand of of of, of one of the Expedia umbrella, okay. and our licensing agreement and and all this still stays with our, our legal entity, and and that environment did not change. I see. Okay. Um, so, so if, for instance, if this agreement had happened next year, then it would the announcement would have said Adia is licensing to Micron, not Experian. Yes, you are you are perfectly right. correct. Okay. And once gotcha. it is separate, then then we have a new name, and all the legal structure under the new name is organized such a way so it does not impact anything to the customer and how okay. the agreement is structured. Okay. So currently the DBI Ultra and the DBI and the Zybond yes. are still they're Xperi products or Xperi Yes, the, the the technologies and, and the IPs that, that yeah. uh, stays within, within the Xperi okay. umbrella. Yes. So what happens with Invensys? Well, uh, some of these brands that we use, uh, we are going to retire going forward once uh, we, we march with, with the new Adia brand. Okay. And, and we, we envision to do all uh, technology and IP uh, within the Adia brand, and we retire some of these, our uh, legacy brands. But having said that, the product brands like DBI, DBA Ultra, those those still stay because these are the technology or product brand, okay. and we continue to be right. part, part so of that. So it'll be Adia's DBI yes. Ultra, yes. Adia's Zybond. Yes. And, okay. Are there other... You got it perfectly right. I'm getting there. Yes. Are, are there other licensing technologies, for instance, like Perceive... Is that a separate company, or is that going to be part of Adia as well? Well, uh, Perceive is a is a uh, startup uh, within Xperi right okay. now as a, as a subsidiary. Again, uh, Perceive will stay within the product company. Okay, the Xperi, I see. So that okay. will not be part of um, uh, the IP licensing. Is there uh, any other licenses that, other than the? suite of hybrid bonding products or yeah, technologies? Of, of, course, uh, of course, our, our majority part of our uh, revenue from our overall experience licensing <laughs> business is, uh, is coming from our media side of the license. Like if you're familiar with the Xperia license with Comcast or Google in okay. our recent, um, um, these are like a the, uh, lot of different uh, media and entertainment related uh, technologies and IPs is there. Those IPs are, are belongs to this Adia as, as a business. Okay. Okay. I hope that is clear to everybody else. It's getting clearer to me. So let's talk now about the second part of the press release, which was the license to Micron. Yes. So is it a technology transfer license? Is it just the technology license? How does it work? Oh, it's a great question. Uh, again, some of those uh, details uh, we, we don't talk through the press release and, and, and um, not we can disclose. But again, um, on, on a high level, we can tell that uh, Micron has an option to exercise um, to take uh, the technology piece also. Um, again, there is a significant uh, portion of that IP licensing mm-hmm. that applies to them. So and, and anytime Micron need uh, technology support, they have an option. Uh, to to accept it. Okay, and so, what makes this a really big deal? 
Well, uh, it, it, it is a big deal because yeah. um, because um, the DRAM industry is very big, uh, mm-hmm. as you know. Like after logic, like CPU, GPU, um, uh, and 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 also the overall memory. This this compromise the big chunk of the overall semiconductor market, and having um, a large DRAM vendor like Micron licensing our uh, IPs and technologies is a great milestone. And one other thing is is a big is uh, with this uh, now uh, the major three. Uh, DRAM vendors are, are are kind of licensed with our technology, right. the DB Ultra. I was that just going to ask you. So you've got you've got Hynix. Yes. You've got Micron. Yes. And Samsung. Samsung. Okay. And then you also have the recent, the one that was earlier this year was um, uh, that YMTC, YMTC for the NAND. Oh, that, okay. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Excellent. You guys are doing great. And yeah, I mean, of course, this uh, this major DRAM vendors they also have their NAND. There, so there's a big chunk of NAND market is also now licensed, and and we are uh, that that is also good milestone from that perspective, both DRAM and and NAND adoption or our licensing perspective. You cannot walk into or out of a conference session, presentation, article, you know, without hearing the words hybrid bonding. This you is know, this is, is the exciting time for it us. It is really a great. You guys have been going at it for a very long time, so I'm very happy to every time I get a new licensing press release from you guys. I, I'm very happy for you. Congratulations and, and thank you. And we have a great team. Uh, at the at the end, it is the people and the team mm-hmm. uh, who work hard and mm-hmm. make these things happen. And and um, some of these things, like as we, we we see how the industry is moving forward, mm-hmm. we invest in this kind of uh, technologies early ahead. We acquired Ziptronics um, back in in 2015, but since then we invest a lot. We we mm-hmm. develop the Dite wafer process, the DBA Ultra process and knowing and 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 acknowledging the the market need and and a process which is good for high volume manufacturing and that is what actually resulting into uh, some of these large uh, memory manufacturers multi-stacking requirement um, and and licensing agreement and and the next phase of this license we believe will be in the logic space mm-hmm. and the big logic manufacturers are now announcing hybrid bonding technologies again uh, some of this uh, uh, very basic technology fundamental technology mm-hmm. and IPs are with us so uh, we are um, we are very excited of this uh, amazing time and and this kind of conference when I see everybody is uh, talking about hybrid bonding wait a minute we, we have been talking for this for some time and right. finally it's happening and, and it is a great feeling to see this it is it absolutely is well thank you for joining me today and if people want to learn more um, how do they find you? Well, they can reach out to, uh, to us anytime. Um, uh, we have our website. Uh, we, we still have the inventions.com website and XPD website. We have all the links so they can reach out to us. And, and thank you, Francois, for your excellent support uh, towards our hybrid bonding journey and, and the 3D journey. Well, it's and been a mutually beneficial um, relationship. So thank you as well. Thank you so okay. much. Take care. There's lots more to come, so tune in next time to the 3D Insights Podcast. The 3D Insights Podcast is a production of 3D Insights, LLC.